guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Okay, we're going to get into chapter 13 of 1st Nephi as we get to see Nephi's huge vision of what his father saw in chapter 8. Nephi gets the extended version of this. Chapter 13, you go to the chapter heading. Nephi sees in vision the church of the devil set up among the Gentiles. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. The discover and colonizing of America. The loss of many plain and precious parts of the Bible. The resultant state of Gentile apostasy. The restoration of the gospel. The coming forth of Latter-day Scripture and the building up of Zion. So nothing crazy important right here, right? Just the building up of the whole kingdom of God. But it's awesome the way he shows this. And I learn a lot of things from here. You go to verse number 20 and it talks about how Nephi saw a book as he's seeing all of his posterity, the Lamanites and the Nephites fighting with one another, all of their wars. And then it comes down to, he sees a book and it was carried forth among them. And the angel said unto me, knowest thou the meaning of the book? And I said unto him, I know not. He said, behold, it proceedeth out of the mouth of a Jew. And I, Nephi, beheld it. And he said unto me, the book that thou beholdest is a record of the Jews, which contains the covenants of the Lord. So this is the Bible. Nephi is seeing the Bible, which again, this is key element here contains the covenants of the Lord, which he made unto the house of Israel. And it containeth many of the prophecies of the holy prophets. It's a record like unto the engravings which are upon the plates of brass, save there are not so many. And nevertheless, they contain the covenants of the Lord, which he hath made unto the house of Israel, wherefore they're of great worth unto the Gentiles. So a book about covenants is of great worth. In verse 24, he says, it proceeded forth from the mouth of a Jew and it contained the fullness of the gospel of the Lord. So this contains the fullness. This Bible is so awesome. These things go forth from the Jews in purity unto the Gentiles, according to the truth, which is in God. So this Bible is going to show you all of the covenants. Verse 26, after they go forth by the hand of the 12 apostles of the Lamb, from the Jews unto the Gentiles, thou seest the formation of that great and abominable church. Again, we'll talk more about that tomorrow, which is most abominable of all other churches. For behold, they have taken away from the gospel of the Lamb many parts which are plain and most precious, and also many covenants of the Lord they have taken away. So the Bible being a book of covenants and those plain and precious parts have been taken away by people along the way who, for one reason or another, do not like to have that message go out there or they disagree with it. These scribes who have changed some things. This is where you see how the Bible has kind of become a big game of telephone. The gospel becomes that way. Once you whisper it to one person, to the next person, to the next person, it changes quite a bit. Verse 27, all this they have done that they might pervert the right ways of the Lord, that they might blind the eyes and harden the hearts of the children of men. Wherefore thou seest, after the book hath gone forth from the hands of the great and abominable church, that there are many plain and precious things taken away from the book, which is the book of the Lamb of God. Now, verse number 29, after these plain and precious things were taken away, it goeth forth unto all the nations of the Gentiles, and after it goeth forth unto all the nations of the Gentiles, yea, even across the many waters, which thou hast seen with the Gentiles, which have gone forth out of captivity, thou seest, because of the many plain and precious things which have been taken out of the book, which were plain unto the understanding of the children of men, behold, to the plainness which is in the Lamb of God, because of these things which are taken away out of the gospel of the Lamb, an exceedingly great many do stumble, yea, insomuch that Satan hath great power over them. So, if you were Satan, which is a horrible question, wouldn't you want to be able to take away that covenant connection with God, and to pull out any ways that you 
you can connect yourself to a loving Heavenly Father because that's what covenants do. Now, for example, if you were to just take the basics of the gospel, like for example, the fourth article of faith, which is what missionaries go out and teach. You know, a missionary's purpose is to invite others to come unto Christ by helping them receive their restored gospel through faith in Jesus Christ and his atonement, repentance, baptism, receiving the gifts of the Holy Ghost and enduring to the end. Those are plain and precious things in our gospel. If you were to go through the Old Testament, it is very hard to find faith in Jesus Christ. It is hard to find repentance, like individual repentance. It talks about oftentimes how God repented of the thing which he did, meaning God took back those things. But as far as individual repentance, it's almost non-existent in the Old Testament. Baptism, if you were to search baptism, it's not there. It's mentioned once in a chapter heading, but baptism appears to be a non-existent ordinance in the Old Testament. Baptism of fire, spiritual rebirth, born of the Spirit, laying out of hands, other terms corresponding with the ordinance of receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost is not there. And you, of course, do not see Jesus Christ himself in the Old Testament. So Satan and the great and abominable church have done really well at pulling those plain and precious things out of there. Now, here's where you see the mercy of a loving God. Verse 32, neither will the Lord God suffer the Gentiles shall remain forever in that state of awful blindness, meaning he's not going to leave them hanging there. He's going to to be able to provide something to where they can find those covenants again. You go down to the second part of verse 34. I will be merciful unto the Gentiles in that day, insomuch that I will bring forth unto them in mine own power much of my gospel, which shall be plain and precious, saith the Lamb. Verse 35. I will manifest myself unto thy seed, that they shall write many things, which I shall minister unto them, which shall be plain and precious. And after thy seed shall be destroyed and dwindle in unbelief, and also the seed of thy brethren, behold, these things things shall be hid up to come forth unto the Gentiles by the gift and power of the Lamb. And in them shall be written my gospel, saith the Lamb, my rock and my salvation. And blessed are they who shall seek to bring forth my Zion at that day, for they shall have the gift and the power of the Holy Ghost. And if they endure unto the end, they shall be lifted up at the last day. They shall be saved in the everlasting kingdom of the Lamb. Whoso shall publish peace, yea, tidings of great joy, how beautiful upon the mountains shall they be. And then you go down to verse number four. These last records which thou hast seen among the Gentiles shall establish the truth of the first, which are of the twelve apostles of the Lamb, and shall make known the plain and precious things which have been taken away from them, and shall make known to all kindreds, tongues, and people that the Lamb of God is the Son of the Eternal Father and the Savior of the world, and that all men must come unto him, or they cannot be saved. And they must come according to the words which shall be established by the mouth of the Lamb, and the words of the Lamb shall be made known in the records of thy seed, Nephi as well as in the records of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. Wherefore, they both shall be established in one, for there is one God and one shepherd over all the earth. So here's Nephi being told there's going to be other records to bring forth these plain and precious truths. If you were to take the Book of Mormon, which is technically that same time period that I showed you before, you look at faith in Jesus Christ in the Book of Mormon 222 times. Repent, repentance, all of that, 220 times. Baptism, 21 times. Baptism of fire, spiritual rebirth, born of the Spirit, laying on of hands, other terms corresponding with the ordinance of receiving the Holy Ghost, 87 times. 
times. And Jesus Christ, as we've mentioned before, 3,925 times every 1.7 verses. So when you've got the Book of Mormon, it helps you understand the Bible better. I can testify to you that I love the Bible. I think one of the reasons I love the Bible is because the Book of Mormon has helped restore a lot of plain and precious truths to be able to help me understand both of them together. I love how the Book of Mormon and the Bible complement one another. That eighth article of faith, we believe the Bible to be the Word of God. As far as it is translated correctly, some things have been taken out. We believe the Book of Mormon to be the Word of God and how my understanding of the Book of Mormon helps me appreciate the Bible even more. I'm grateful for this and I'm grateful for the plain and precious truths that are contained in the Book of Mormon and I know that they are true and I know they help me appreciate the Bible even more. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at BombSocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.